Now, uh, let's just cut back here to Thursday. Tesla CEO Elon Musk disclosed an offer to buy Twitter for $43 billion U.S. or $54.20 per share. Currently owes about 9% of Twitter shares. Now, he's always banging the drum on freedom of speech. And uh, Adam Oldfield, our tech analyst, was on the show with me uh, last week. And I asked him about Elon Musk's offer to buy Twitter. And I said, you know, I mean, maybe he's he could be doing this in order to serve people better. Here's what he had to say. Serve you better. This is a business decision of, of, of proportional uh, levels. I mean, if he took what he's got on the road from Tesla, and then mm-hmm. he took 2006 data that we know that Twitter, and this has been scrutinized under the European Union and part of their whole privacy policies, and we're trying to control it, and we understand he's going to take this private. What that means, Kelly, is that he's no longer accountable to a securities commission. That means he can take the data of 2006. This is like buying Facebook. Yeah. Facebook is only two years uh, older than Twitter, yet it collected and still collects the same amount of information. So if I was Elon, I would be looking at this going, listen, I'm going to buy this, make it private. I, even if it doesn't get new legs and refreshes and freedom of speech and all the whatever they're talking about it could be, I would just be taking that data, incorporating it into a system of where it could be utilized for other opportunities. Where? Let's take an example. Number one, he could be able to now uh, offer resources and information from the data collected from the information he's got from Mm. Tesla and from Twitter to offer government opportunities to say, these roads can be now asphalted better because of wear and tear. And here's the facts. And here from that information is so valuable that governments would probably take great interest of that. Think of it as Cambridge Analytica, and they would be able to now purchase this data. That's the the value. He wants to it. sell the, the, the solution to the problem. 100%. All right. That's my conversation with Adam Oldfield about why Elon Musk probably wants to buy Twitter. He says it's all about the data. Sharuthi Shaker is a tech reporter for Android Central, joins the Kelly Cotrera Show on 640 Toronto. Welcome. Good to have you along. Thanks for having me, Kelly. Okay, so let me ask you this. Do you agree with Adam Oldfield that this really is a data grab for Elon Musk? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of the whole thing. I think the other aspect, too, is that he has been incredibly vocal about um, the platform not having freedom of speech. We've we've heard that on numerous, not not recently, like number of years, he has been very critical of the platform. And last week, I don't know if you watched his TED Talk, but he was even being explicit in what he actually wants to see change. You know, he wants to be able to open uh, Twitter source code so that there can be better moderation. Uh, He wants to be able to ensure people don't delete specific tweets, even if it's hateful. He thinks that hateful comments should remain as it is because that's freedom of speech, quote unquote, that's freedom of speech. So I think I think part of it is, yes, like being able to collect that data and using it for his own you know, personal purposes and growing his own companies. But I think the other flip side of the conversation is that I I, I feel, you know, he is one of those people who just does not like Twitter's platform in the way that it is because he has been you know, criticized for so many of the things that he said, and he just doesn't believe that there's enough freedom of speech on the platform. All right, I'm going to pull my best Brando, but how did the board of directors respond to the offer they can't refuse? 
<laughs> well, so essentially they, they put out and they said, you know, we're going to uh, enact the poison pill, as, as, as it's called, the poison pill tactic. It's a defense tactic that uh, a lot of companies will use to, in order to protect the shareholders' rights. And essentially what ends up happening is uh, if Elon Musk ends up buying 15% of uh, shares in the company, or if anyone purchases 15% of the shares in the company, then poison pill would get enacted. And what that means is Twitter will end up flooding the market with uh, a number of shares at a discounted rate that only shareholders would be able to buy, and they would not allow Elon to purchase those shares. And what ends up happening in that circumstance is that the value of the company on the market becomes so expensive to the point that Elon Musk will not even be able to purchase it because it's just it's too expensive to buy. He's got the most money on the planet, though. Oh, and you know that's actually something that I was thinking about too. I mean, even if even if it became so expensive to the point that he wouldn't be able to purchase it, he is the richest man in the world. And so I'm thinking, well, I feel like he still would be able to purchase it and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm just I'm going to do this. I don't mm-hmm. care what anyone says." But uh, the other caveat with the poison pill is that uh, after those shares are are sort of flooded into the market, not only would it mean that if someone were to take over, they would have to pay the premium price to existing shareholders, major shareholders of the company. And they would have to ensure that the board would have enough time to consider the offer. So there's definitely some caveats to this poison pill tactic. But the fact that he is the richest man in the world and purchase it regardless is kind of questioning. I guess he doesn't have a lot of money that's liquid right now. I mean, it's tied up in getting to Mars or beyond. Um, there is, is there a possibility? I read somewhere that there may be people that, that are uh, suspecting that the Twitter, they're, they're setting Twitter up for a bidding war. Yeah. And you know, this is something that. Um, a lot of companies will try to do or at least try to see if there's other offers uh, on the plate. Uh, this sort of happened with um, TikTok a couple years ago when there was speculation that, you know, Microsoft might buy TikTok and then in came Oracle and they said they kind of want to buy TikTok uh, and nothing really happened of that whole deal. But this is what ends up happening. You have a bidding war and, and you know, it, it just becomes this fight. And so what we know as of now is there's a company called Apollo Global Management Firm. It's a private equity firm uh, that has said that it is uh, looking or it, it would be interested in financing a Twitter buyout, but it would only be done through preferred equity. And what that essentially means is that uh, they would finance one of their firms that are within the company that they manage. And they would say, OK, we're going to give you this amount of money. You, you know, whatever it is, but we want equity into that, into your company. We want to be able to have uh, a certain number of shares. And that's really good for Apollo Global because um, if, if there were dividends that were paid out by that firm, then they would get the money directly. And that means it's like, it's like preferred amount that they would get. They would get the first pick. And then anyone else who is a common shareholder of that company would get money. I know that sounds all confusing, but essentially there is a financial uh, you know, firm that is interested in Twitter. Um, but we don't really know what that looks like. It's all hush hush right now. There's no real information that we know. So it sounds like there is a lot of hype around uh, Twitter right now. Is it worth the hype? Well, yes and no. I mean, Jack Dorsey, the founder, uh, one of the co-founders of Twitter, say that the minute that the company was founded, it is considered a company that could be bought. Um, and, you know, he, he's kind of said that publicly on, on Twitter. 
the issue with Twitter is that um, for the past number of years, it hasn't been doing well in the markets. Um, it hasn't been meeting its targets in the number of users it wants to, to um, add to the platform. Uh, there are so many issues with misinformation. There are so many issues with um, the number of ads that are the targeted ads that are placed on the platform. And so the company itself hasn't been doing well financially. And so um, to try and convince a, a you know, an individual to be like, hey, buy our company, it, it kind of is a little hard. And so this deal with Elon Musk almost seems like it would be a good deal because then they could sort of revamp the company, um, get the company back on, you know, good terms and financially. Um, and so to try and convince mm-hmm. someone to purchase some this company right now, it, it seems a little hard, in my opinion. Yeah, well, the board isn't going to be too happy if Elon Musk gets it because he says he's not going to pay them if he acquires the company. Yikes. <laughs> Sharuthi, it has been a pleasure having you on the show. I'm going to keep your number. Do you mind if we call you again? Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you very much. Sharuthi Shaker is a tech reporter for Android Central. Just, you know, running through what's going on in Elon Musk's world and, and what's happening uh, behind the scenes in Twitter right now.